Hi, I'm Deborah, a crypto comms professional who loves all things money. And I'm Hui Yu, a financial advisor who wants to help you fall in love with money. Welcome to Season 3 of Good Girls Talk About Money, the monthly podcast that talks about how to better understand your financial well-being and improve your confidence in handling your money. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the April episode of Good Girls Talk About Money. And today I have with me uh, the first first ever in um, the history of Good Girls Talk About Money. And that's our first ever repeat guest. And it's a very good friend of mine, Deepak Kana from Revolut. Hi Deepak, how are you? Thanks a lot, Debs. Thanks for inviting me. I didn't realize I was the first ever repeat guest, so thanks for that honor. And I'm really yeah. looking forward to the discussion today. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And, you know, um, I've, I've since left Revolut and you're still at Revolut, but maybe for the first time listeners of our show, you can just uh, briefly introduce yourself and what is it that you do at Revolut and what is Revolut also? Thanks, Debs. Uh, so I look after wealth and trading for Revolut in Singapore. Uh, of course, you're very familiar with Revolut. But just for our listeners, Revolut initially started in the UK in 2015. Uh, it started as an FX and a payment service provider. But since then, it has expanded into different kind of products and services like spending. So you can use a Revolut card to spend money domestically as well as when you're traveling overseas. Uh, you can use a Revolut app for donating money to your favorite charities. You can even use a Revolut app for managing finances for your children who are under 18. And not many people would know that. Uh, also, of course, investing, which is the theme of our discussion today, you can use the Revolut app for that. And today we are there in about 35 different countries across the globe. So in a nutshell, I would say think of Revolut as a place to be in control of managing your entire financial life. Yes, it is very exciting. And you know what? Despite having left the company, I'm still a big Revolut fan. I still use uh, the app and I used it recently um, on my holiday in Tokyo. And I must say that the FX rates that I got, you know, um, while exchanging my money on um, the Revolut app has saved me a lot of a lot of money. So impressive app. So if listeners, if you've not tried it, you know, please go download the app if you're going to be making a holiday. If you're going to be taking a holiday soon this year, uh, go have a spin at it. But yes, back to our topic for today, Deepak. You know, you were saying that you can also use the Revolut app to make several types of investment. And to my understanding, on the Revolut app today, a user can buy gold and a couple of precious metals. Also, they can trade uh, crypto. But most recently, Revolut launched its stocks trading functionality on the app. Can you tell us what it is and how it works? Thanks a lot, uh, Debs. You're right. So customers on our platform can use uh, our services for uh, commodities, which is precious metals or crypto. Uh, but earlier this year, yes, we launched stock trading. What that means is our users in Singapore can buy and sell US listed shares and ETF. Uh, it works quite simply. Uh, all you need to do is download the Revolut app, fund it. Uh, I'm assuming with your local financial service provider in Sing Dollars. So you fund your Sing Dollar wallet. You can convert your Sing Dollars to USD and start trading instantaneously. Uh, everything is happening in one single app. Uh, we provide all the bells and whistles, including uh, different order types like market orders, limit orders, and stop loss. But the key feature I want to leave behind is that we are making it possible for our customers to start investing with as little as US $1. 
Nice. And then I was looking through it and I'm also using the um, stocks uh, function on my Revolut app. And I must say that it is a very usable experience and user-friendly as well. But, you know, maybe before we dive a little bit into how, you know, investing in stocks actually work in terms of wealth management, right? You were saying that there are a few uh, bells and whistles in the uh, stocks trading uh, functionality on the app, such as stop loss and, and other stuff. Can you like just briefly tell us what does each of these uh, functionalities actually do and and how can, like, say someone who isn't very familiar in stocks trading come to understand what each of these functionalities actually do? Yeah, so, you know, so I think just to talk about some of the bells and whistles, uh, we provide, firstly, a lot of rich quality data to our customers. Uh, so this would include, you know, real-time market data. We provide stock insights. So things like financials of the company, P ratios, market cap. We also provide analyst ratings, uh, stock charts. All this is given to make sure customers can take informed decisions when they have to select, you know, whatever stock or ETF they want to invest into. Uh, the different market types obviously come into place to have a strategy in terms of, let's say, buying uh, a stock at a particular price, which is where limit orders will come into place, or you want to sell a stock at a particular price or better, uh, limit orders would come into place. Or if you want to make sure that you are not uh, going into losses for a particular stock, you could buy a stock and put a stop loss on it uh, at a percentage price lower than the current market price uh, so that you can uh, cover your basis there. So, you know, so we have all this uh, in terms of helping customers to manage their money on the Revolut app. Great. And, you know, I think one of my personal experience when it comes to buying and selling, you know, trading my own stocks using apps like Revolut and say Scythe and Tiger, for example, right? Um, I think one of the things that pop up in my head, you know, when I when I first you know started trying these uh, apps, is that when a person works with a financial advisor to invest their money, the basket of funds is somewhat you know chosen for them because my my advisor will go right, you know, um, BlackRock basket of funds is probably going to be the best for your kind of risk appetite, your your um, capital, for example, right. So how can a person with little to no prior experience in stock trading get started on platforms such as Revolut, Size, and Moomoo, for example? Yeah, uh, so Debs, of course, I'll talk about Revolut. Uh, mm -hmm. So what you're talking about is uh, pre-selected investment options or advisory. Uh, to be very clear, we're not in the business of providing financial advisory on stock trading. Our platform is a self-directed platform, which means clients need to make their own choices. So some of the things that I spoke about, providing you know, the rich quality data to our customers, uh, will help them to make that uh, decision. Uh, we feel that's the empowerment that we're giving to our customers and investors to make educated decisions on that platform. Uh, but more importantly, I think uh, the entry barrier of USD $1, that will help customers to start small and increase their exposure as they have more confidence in their abilities. So, you know, the people have to make their own choices here. It's a self-directed platform that we have uh, with, with Revolut. I think it's quite interesting when, that, you know, you brought in the whole, you can start trading in the stock market with as little as, you know, USD $1, for example. So my next question is, I've been wondering for myself, right, you know, um, whether it even makes sense to buy a very low amount of a particular share, right? So say, for instance, I'm, I'm curious about the share, you know, the stock of a certain US company listed on, say, Nasdaq or 
the New York Stock Exchange, for example, and I buy like a dollar of it, right? But does it even make sense to just buy that very low amount? What What is the wisdom behind um, fractional uh, share buying, for example? Like, how can I make the best of my, you know, experience and to also maximize my trading experience on platforms that offer fractional shares buying? I think it's a great question, Debs. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say think of it as reducing your barriers to entry. Uh, we know that one of the biggest myths in investing is that people think they need to be very rich when it comes to starting to invest or people delay their investments uh, to a point when they think they have a large amount of money and then they, they want to start at that point of time. So we have dropped this barrier or we reduced this barrier to $1. With a platform like Revolut, you don't need any minimum balances to start your account with us. And you can start trading with as little as US $1. So think of it, your investments can start with money less than your daily coffee or even a MRT ride, right? Uh, So which is making investment far more accessible than what it is today. Now, in terms of different profiles of clients, I can give examples of probably two profiles here. So first of all, let's look at people who are new to investments. They don't have to put large amount of money to get a feel of what they're getting, getting into or what they're investing into. The second is that let's take an experienced investor. And as an experienced investor, if you're looking at buying a basket of five to 10 stocks on a regular basis, if you had to buy a whole share, you would have to spend a few thousand dollars on a regular basis to acquire those five or 10 stocks because each stocks can have different prices. Also, every month, your value of investment is going to change. So operationally, it's not convenient for you to monitor in terms of how much money you have to put in to acquire those five or 10 stocks. But with a platform like Revolut, you need to just define how much you're investing. So let's say you want to put $200 on a regular basis and 10 stocks, that's about $20 a piece. And you will end up buying whatever those $20 a piece could buy in terms of shares. Uh, So you will end up getting a whole share if a whole share comes in or a fraction share if a fraction share comes into that. So it basically makes investment very easy for both a new investor as well as an experienced investor who's looking at making a basket or portfolio of stocks. So I I would say if I were to paraphrase your answer, Deepak, that would be something like dollar cost averaging. So dollar cost averaging, of course, as you're investing regularly, that could come into play. But even if you are somebody who's looking at one-time investments, you don't have to bother about exact amount of money like $725 to buy a stock. You could simply round it up to $700 to make your economics more easier to understand. So it could work in both one time as well as on regular investment, as you're talking about uh, Debs. And, you know, you are a very experienced wealth manager. So I believe our listeners will benefit greatly from your insights and expertise in investing, right? So what advice can you share when it comes to choosing what kind of um, stocks to to look at right now? Like, like you know, given the market like situation that we're seeing, that we're experiencing, we're still, you know, maybe in the throes of inflation and and some, some experts have said a recession might even be coming in, right? So as an experienced wealth manager, what kind of advice would you share with our listeners when it comes to, um, you know, researching on some of the stocks that they might they might want to sort of look, look into? So Debs, uh, you know that I won't be able to go into the details of stock selections or naming any specific stocks here, uh, but you phrased it quite nicely uh, in terms of staying informed and updated about the market trends and news related to your investments. You look around today, the inflation is at a high point. In the last one year, we've seen inflation, which has not been seen in the last about 40 years. As a result, we've seen one of the fastest rate hike cycles 
uh, and we are sitting at about 4.75 percentage point increase uh, in the last one year itself in terms of U.S. rate hikes. So I would say that look around you in terms of these themes and choose your investments and make your decisions based on what's happening here. But above all, I would say control your emotions. We know that emotions can cloud judgment and lead to poor decision making. Stay calm, stay objective, uh, and do not give in to decisions of buying or selling based on fear or greed. Deepak, like what are some of the fees involved in trading on the Revolut platform? So, Debs, I'm glad you asked that question because I feel that many investors may not realize what the fees they're paying when it comes to stock trading. And I'm just going to talk about industry as a whole, then I come to the revenue pricing. So, there are different kind of fees and terminologies which are there in the market. Uh, so, there is going to be one fees which is called the exchange fees. So, these are fees which are levied by the exchange. Let's call them the regulatory fees. Uh, for example, in the case of US uh, stocks, there is a SEC and TAF fees which comes into play when you sell shares. So those are unavoidable fees and those are usually passed on to the investor. In our case, in Revolut's case as well, we will pass on these fees and cost to the client itself. These fees uh, are not very significant. In fact, uh, some of the fees have been reduced in the last one month for the SEC fees. So let's keep the exchange of the regulatory fees aside. There are different terminologies in the market. For example, there is something called commission fees. Commission is what you end up paying your broker for buying and selling of stocks. There is a custody fees you may end up paying, which is a fee that you pay for safekeeping of your securities with your financial service provider. Then some players may charge you a settlement fees. So each time your money moves in and out, you may end up paying a fees for that. Then some players may also charge you a platform fee. So there are about four or five different kind of terminologies in, in the market. In the case of Revolut, we have simplified all these fees. When you invest through Revolut, there is going to be one commission fees only, which is US dollar 0.99 or 99 cents per trade. Each time you're buying or selling, that fees comes into play. There is no custody fees, there is no settlement fees, or there is no platform fees on our platform at this point of time. And to mark the launch of stock trading in Singapore, we are also waiving the 99 cents fees till the end of April for our customers. And I'll also like to say that at any point of time, Revolut will remain transparent about our fees to our customers and notify if and whenever there is a change. Nice. I think that that's a very attractive uh, value proposition to get started on tr stock trading on, on Revolut. You know, having, first of all, the fees are simplified. And then secondly, you know, the, the whatever fees that you guys are thinking of charging, you know, um, these are waived um, for now until the end of April. So anyone who's interested in just checking out how, you know, uh, fractional shares trading works and stuff like that, you know, you might want to give it a go on Revolut and just see how that experience works for you. Um, Deepak, coming to the last question of our interview today, right? You know, as seasoned investors, I'm sure we're familiar with concepts like buy high, no, buy low, <laughs> buy low, sell high, or, you know, in times, you know, like timing the, like time in the market is better than timing the market, right? But, you know, for those who have just started on their investing journey and for those who maybe after listening to our interviews, uh, they might want to sort of like, you know, check out what Revolut does in terms of um, investing. Do you personally have three to four great time-tested advice that you can share with our listeners when it just comes to investing in general? Yeah, Debs, you know, it, it's quite a mouth, mouthful to say buy low, sell high. Uh, so in practice, I would say it is impossible to attain it. Uh, 
to, to be able to time the market and say that you're going to buy at the lowest point and sell at the highest point. But there are certain disciplines or strategy, I would say, that can come into being. At the very onset, I would say start from the very beginning, uh, which is to define your investment goals. Uh, when you define your investment purpose or goals, you're able to assess your investment strategy, how long you want to invest in the market, and your risk tolerance. Right. So once you're clear about all this, everything else sort of takes uh, the next steps from there. The second I would say is that start with a small amount. And this is where Revolut's US $1 or fraction trading will come into play. But be regular. I would say as a beginner, start with a small amount of money and gradually increase it as you become more experienced or confident about your abilities. This also sort of takes care of a point about buying low. When you are investing regularly in the market, you are buying at all points of time, including the low points. And hence that buy low theory sort of gets um, uh, ticked off you know, with, with this kind of a strategy. The third, I would say, is to diversify your portfolio. We know that diversification helps to manage the investment risk. Spread your investment across different asset classes, different sectors. Please don't end up buying 10 tech stocks because that is not diversification. So spread across different sectors, spread across different geographies. Uh, to reduce the impact of a single investment in your portfolio. Lastly, I would say is that to review your investment on a regular basis and review for the purpose of aligning your portfolio back to your objectives. And I'll give an example here. So let's say you had two stocks in your portfolio, each one of them 50% allocation. As one of the stock outperforms and let's say becomes 60% of a holding, you will align it back to 50% allocation by selling the one which has outperformed. Uh, and buying the one which is relatively low performed. Uh, in a way, that goes back to your selling high. So as one of the stock is outperforming, you're selling into the highs and buying the ones which is underperforming at that point of time. So I would say that don't try and time the market. Don't try and go into you know buying low, sell high. Stick to the basic and to summarize, define your investment goals, start small, but be regular, diversify your holdings and review your investments on a regular basis. I like the part about you know, um, reallocation. And I think that for me personally is one of the things that I will endeavor to learn more about like and learn how to do more uh, going forward. Because, you know, sometimes when I buy certain things, like whether it's stocks, whether it's crypto, and when the going gets good, right, I'm just like, oh my goodness, it's going to be better. I should just hold. I should just hold. But that point about how if it outperforms and you should just sell it and like, you know, put it into the other parts of your portfolio that completely makes sense and i'm just thinking to myself like how does one actually think about like you know put put it into practice so yeah definitely something i'm i'm gonna have to uh look into and maybe bug you a little bit more for more advice but thank you Deepak, for your time it's been a pleasure speaking with you again and learning more about revolut stocks no thanks a lot debs and uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you thank you thank you Good Girls Talk About Money is produced and edited by me, Mark Lim. Thank you for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you again in the next episode. The advice shared in this podcast has not taken your personal risk and finances into consideration. Please seek the advice of your financial advisor before making any decision about your money.